Welcome to The Mirror. The first episode of this podcast will be dedicated to my mother, Dr. Maxine Funderburg Moore. She passed she passed on on December 12th, 2019. She was born January 7th, 1943. And when she was born, she was a pound and a half. And back back then, you know, as African Americans, uh, we could we couldn't go to the white hospitals. So she she survived at a pound and a half back in nineteen forty three. And when I tell you what an exceptional woman she is, as 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 we go back and look at her life, I mean, she was the most amazing mother. The greatest person I've ever met in my whole life. Uh, and I was blessed to have her for 70, uh, for at least 49 years, 48 years of my life. And she lived uh, those 76 years fighting and determined to make this world a, a more positive and better place for everybody. Uh, she attended Math Academy uh, in Camden, and she graduated from there in 1961. Uh, she attended John C. Smith University, and she graduated summa cum laude with a bachelor's degree in English in 1965. She taught at John C. Smith from 1965 to 2010. She dedicated her life to teaching and excellence and motivating her students and always uh, emphasizing the highest standards of education. And she was a life coach and a mentor. Um, she earned a master's degree from English at the University of uh, North Carolina Chapel Hill in 1968 and a PhD from Emory University in 1981. She was the author of a uh, of a publication called Gwendolyn Brooks, A Reference Guide in 1994. Uh, in 1985, Dr. Moore was the second faculty member at John C. Smith to receive the Bank of America Par Excellence Teaching Award. And in, in 2002, she was honored in exhibit Women of a New Tribe because she represented the principles and achievements of African-American women. Um, a little bit more history about my family. She was the great-granddaughter of Reconstructionist State Senator F.A. Clinton, who in the 1870s developed the first educational system for the state of South Carolina. My mother often reached outside of the institution of higher learning to work and assist in the educational goals and churches, and also in the Charlotte-Mecklenburg school system, to which all of her children graduated from. She worked for several years for the educational testing system uh, in New Jersey, uh, where our children, you know, now, of course, you know, she was responsible for uh, the policies and procedures surrounding the, uh, the SATs that we take today to get into college. 
um, she served uh, as a chair of the English department, chair of the division of humanities, vice president of academic affairs, and interim president at John C. Smith University. And she did such an excellent job. In 2004, she was uh, she became the vice president of academic affairs at Mississippi Valley State, where she she served for four years. And she did return to John C. Smith um, in, in 2010. I mean, and um, retired in 2010. And when she retired, she was also uh, recognized as a James B. Duke Distinguished Professor of English at John C. Smith University. Uh, she loved her, uh, her sorority, Degmasilta Theta. Um, she just did so much in her life. And even today, though, though she has passed on, she's motivated um, me so much. Um, I, I still feel her presence with me every day. And um, I just, you know, thank God that I had such a wonderful mother. And, you know, not only that, there were so many great women in my life. Um, my grandmother, um, Ruby Brown Scott, was also a teacher. She taught for several years um, in Sumter County Schools. My grandmother, um, Florence Watson Funderburg, uh, she was also a great teacher. Um, she was also a funeral director of a Funderburg Funeral Home. And, and these three women were just, I mean, amazing examples of class personified. But, you know, they they often strive to walk with kings and queens, but they never lost the common touch. And they um, always welcomed their home to everyone. And they were great examples of how people on this earth can make such a positive, uh, how they can have a positive environment around them and be successful folks. And I have, uh, in my life done a lot of soul searching and, you know, these three were another reason that I often, um, try to treat everyone well but you know it's always about taking uh, taking your best foot forward doing the best things you can and now you know I've always been a gifted person and and I have to admit that I should have I've had I'm, I'm very talented and I am definitely um uh, you know, I wrote a book called The Mirror of the Odyssey Within. And my mother, I was just so happy. You know, I wanted to be just like her. 
So I wanted to um, make sure that uh, that she contributed to the book and she did write an, uh, sort of an opening of my book. And this is what I've used for the podcast. And the things that she talked about me as a person. And, you know, I can just remember growing up that she was always there. I mean, she traveled the world. She went to Russia. She went to England. She went to Africa. Um, she did so many great things. And then if she was ever traveling locally, she would always take me with her. We were very close. And, you know, the great thing I can say, we always appreciated each other. And her life and legacy is something that I'm just so proud of. I mean, I'm going to start making some efforts to even um, get a street named after her. Because I, I think she deserves that. Um, and, you know, anything I do, I dedicate it to her. Uh, that's of any type of positive nature. Because she was absolutely the, the, the most amazing person. And, you know, throughout this podcast, uh, I hope to represent her well. And she was always my guiding light. And when I'm going through my toughest times, you know, I can I always try to have a vision forward and a positive outcome. And these are the things that, you know, in 2022, I promised myself that I would take positive steps, that I would, no matter what the circumstances are, make a negative out of a positive. So I'm going to share with you my poem, Tomorrow is Now. Tomorrow is now. I look at the raindrops on the wall, staring at the clouds. Thunderstorms approaching a brawl from past withdrawals. I face the episodes of a cold world to roam. Feeling the sunshine at the glow from God's hands. His divine intervention wraps my soul. I regain control. I must seize the day beyond today. Never yearning for yesterday. Paying for my sins. I smile toward my future. Recognizing this time on earth so crucial, I'm the lightning bolt striking you with Columinati. Reaching the crossroads, I'm a soldier for Christ. No one can stop me. I see his light. The gates of opportunity shine brightly. Tomorrow is now. And those are the things that I reflect upon. I... Uh, I'm going to continue to stay in this fight. And I'm not looking back. I'm looking forward. And, and I want to, you know, do the most positive things. And in this podcast, I'm going to really, I'm going to interview positive people. And I'm going to get, uh, and it's, it, it's going to be uh, the greatest endeavor that I've probably taken at this time, I definitely 
um, and blessed. And I want to spread, you know, that word. Um, so you, you'll have segments of poetry. Um, we'll have uh, special guests. But I really wanted to, you know, introduce who I am and what I'm about. Um, and it's, it's just, it's just an amazing, uh, that I coming from uh, a previous podcast, Yannick Circle, which I and Yannick, we did great work and, uh, you know, if, if she's Bonnie, I'm Clyde and she really introduced me to this and I hold a great deal of gratitude, you know, for what she's done for me. And I have just, just been, um, just been blessed with meeting a lot of uh, great women in my life. And they have made a great impression on me on how to be a man. And I have just, um, uh, you know, I I come from so many different experiences, which you'll hear more of on this podcast. And this is a passion of mine. This is a blessing of mine. This is, um, you know, I feel like I'm a vessel for God. And and um, and when I see people struggling, man, I, I I'll stop. I wrote a poem about it. Um, it's based on uh, Tupac's poem, The Rose That Grew From Concrete. So this is kind of my version of take from him. Uh, he's also one, one person that um, has influenced me greatly in, in poetry. He's my favorite poet. And I even met him when he was younger because I was a year older than him. I did some security for him in 1993 in Wilmington at Club New World. And um, so uh, I want to definitely dedicate this poem to him. And it goes, uh, stop for me. I roared from the silence of a new day. I screamed from his agony and pain. Because where I live, there ain't no trees, no flowers to see, no plants that grow from concrete. Only bars filled with disease, locks with no keys, drug violence and death surround me. Maybe you would like to live in my community. I see you pass by, but you never stop for me. Well, you better believe Kevin, Kevin will stop for you. And this podcast will start for you. And I want to provide you with encouragement. I want you, you know, in 2022, 20, to be yourself, to be who you are. You don't have to change for anybody. But to respect everyone. You know, everybody's got different opinions and different ways to do things. And, but, you know, we got to continue to move forward. We got to be better as a society. We We have to... Um, you know, develop those relationships that, that we don't even um, think about. You know, one thing, I never want to have regrets. Um, 
I never want to regret my time with someone. I want to take it either as a, a lesson of learning or a joyful experience. And, you know, uh, and I, I focus on this, this poem that I wrote. It's called Regrets. I cried from a mountain to form a waterfall. I ran a marathon a thousand miles long. I jumped from a bridge a hundred feet tall. But I couldn't love you until you were gone. Now as I reminisce on how I went wrong, of all the things that I have done, Loving you would have been the greatest. And that's regrets. You see, I, I think Frank Sinatra said it best, you know, regrets I've had of you. But then again, too few to mention. You know, when you get over 50, you, you start to reflect. And you start to have this, this wave of, being who you are and being true to yourself, you know? Um, and I've had so many epiphanies, but I think the one is just making sure that, you know, that I love myself enough to love another person. And though I haven't found my soulmate yet, you know what I mean? It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Because I've, you know, had some wonderful experiences with some, you know, very lovely women that I would not um, change at all. And then I've had some that weren't so great. But, you know, as far as a soulmate, I, I, I haven't met my soulmate yet. Um, and maybe it won't happen. But I did, but I did do a poem about it, and I definitely want to share it with my audience. Um, here's Soulmate. Beauty in the sunrise lingers, fingers pointing to deliver the shadow of a ringer. Invisible emotions expressed as a trigger, shots fired to reduce the bitter. I cry as the oceans plunge, drying up, up in the desert sun. Raining thoughts turn to a drizzle. Intensity cradles to intentional. Inflicted to criminal. Broken hearts returned as a rental. Conditioned to critical. Played to the crowd. Roaring in ritual. Laughing as the curtain falls in regret. Searching for the person I never met. And like I said, it, it goes, you know, it's a two-way street. And too many times in, in relationships that I've had, I've been traveling down a one-way street. And, you know, you, you just get tired of carrying the relationships. Um, so, you know, I mean, it is what it is. But, uh, and that's why I've kind of... Um, taking a few stands on things and just said to myself, I'm not going to settle for anything that um, is not going to be beneficial to me and as well as my, my soulmate. So I haven't met her yet, but you know, 
we, we always have a chance to do that. So I wrote a song kind of where I am today. I mean, I wrote a poem, not a song, of course. I wrote a poem to where I am today. Um, and so it's called Nightstand. And that's, uh, I've died inside so many times, hidden in the rush of a clown with tears. Come to the circus, laugh through your screens, hide your eyes from the sun. See the fool who should be king. Lost in broken promise and shattered dreams, covered in a maze, gasping for air, I cry out in vain. Born to the loser with nothing to gain, shaded in misery, I cannot explain, just nothing but hurt, surviving the same. Why do I live if I cannot sustain? I haven't been to the mountaintop. I fell off from the rain, washed away, numb from the pain, finally to be the herd with no one in sight. Did you love me? Did you love me? As I disappear into the night. And those are the things that, you know, I can bring to the table. And I, um, you know, I'm a person, I like to do my investigations. I like to uh, definitely uh, look at, uh, you know, life is a mystery. It's an unsolved mystery. And, I, and I'll share unsolved mysteries with you. Been in love with love, rockets with doves, blasting in oceans, floating on crumbs, sands to the sun, drowning to sea, hustling through doors of many hearts to find. The glass of passion drank and rewind, toasting to regrets few, few by retrospect, answering to ask questions, hollow points to redemption, clouded in corruption, seized into a game, sold to the owner with mysteries in vain. These are very powerful, powerful jewels that I'm trying to give out in this world. Um, it's, it's been, it's been a journey and I'm expecting the next, uh, 51 years to continue to be where I, I learn something new every day. Um, and I never want to give that up. It's something that definitely goes back to my mother and grandmothers. Um, to share, you know, my life with people that, I care about and I surround myself with, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's been, it, 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 it's great, but it's going to be even better. So I expect the next half of my life to be inspiring, to do something. That's why I wrote the book, The Mirror of the Odyssey Within. It was published in 2004. And it's semi-autobiographical in nature. It uh, is a reflection of my college years uh, from 18 to 23. And I wanted to serve as a, as a reference 
to when you hit rock bottom that you get back up. And that we never cease to help people and to do the right things. And I'm a person, I don't keep it real, but I definitely keep it right. And as that reflection, you know, when you look in that mirror and you, you look at your life and your odyssey, um, that's why the book was called The Mirror of the Odyssey Within. Because when you look at your journey, you know, um, you want to have some meaning, some true meaning to your life. And as you know, these episodes will definitely, I want you to leave with something that's powerful in presentation that's not only entertaining, but educational. And never, you know, whatever dream you have, never give up on it. Um, Just push forward. And those are the things that, you know, uh, like I said, I had many great mentors in my life. Um, Reginald Irby um, was a great mentor of mine. He, he and I would discuss the books I would read. At eight years old, I read Malcolm X. I was reading James Baldwin. I was reading um, everybody, you know. I was taught to read when I was four years old. And when I got to school in kindergarten, I would help the teacher teach the other kids how to read. And I didn't quite understand why they didn't know how to read. And in that class, I was the only African-American in my class. The only one. And as the experiences I've had growing up, where being exceptional was being, being, being exceptional was being normal to me. And it was these gifts and jewels that I want to give the world. I, the, the self-reflection is just so important to our mental health, our lives, and the things we do. <clears throat> and as I wrap this up, um, I just so enjoy doing this. This is, uh, this is, this is the, the odyssey for me. You know, this is the odyssey for me. And I want to take this to, you know, that level. And so I did the the last poem I wrote was called The Odyssey. In the book, The Mirror of the Odyssey Within, I've had other poems published, and we'll go more into detail about that on these upcoming podcasts. But we're going to end this with the poem, The Odyssey. I looked into the mirror as a storm approached me. Considering the sources that influenced me, I went from a boy to a man.
dealing with lost youth in my mind and heart, suffering from the regrets of a victim searching for lost love, finding beautiful thoughts, eulogize for missing you, waking up from the prejudices and self-tendencies, struggling with forgiveness, appreciating fallen skies from my country, with the insanity of a dreamer, prophesizing tomorrow won't stop for me. From the battle of civil war, I wise with reality. I'm the traveler seeking to complete my odyssey. And as I complete this podcast, uh, I'm going to rededicate it to my mother, Dr. Maxine Funderburg Moore. My grandmother's Florence Watson Funderburg, Ruby, Ruby Brown Scott. To my best friend and uh, former podcast mate, Yannick Conyers. And I want to dedicate it to all the listeners out there who are struggling and need help, you know, this podcast is here for you, as well as everybody else. And um, uh, you can email me at kscott underscore 28280 at yahoo.com. Uh, if you guys ever have an idea for a show or just want to come on the show, we can link up. But until then, it's been great, wonderful. Further podcasts out for the mirror. Uh, thank you.